Is anyone going to sing R.E.M. with me? Which R.E.M. are we singing? It's the end of the world. But call it, oh. it's the end of the year, as we know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm out. No. Pen was your saving grace there, and I think you... Uh... God damn it. It's the end of the year, as we know. (laughs) (laughs) That's why no one wanted to join in with you. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of The Unusual Suspects. I I hoped that my backup REM crew would be on this, but they didn't want to We already told you no. Yeah, we discussed it. We we backed out. I hope because it's the end of the year and we're all jolly and, and festive still. Uh, that we'd all join hands and sing together, but obviously not. Fucking let me down again, guys. Thanks. It's going to be just as shit as last year, won't it? I hope not. Normally I'd agree with you, but (laughs) I can't. Please, no. No, 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 no. no. We're we're not going to have this. It's going to be good. Everything's fine. Uh, We got a vaccine now, everyone. Yay. (laughs) So it's all going to be good. We haven't. Not yet. We're not old or vulnerable. No, well, Penny will be the first one to receive the vaccine, obviously, and then me and I've Andy had will mine. Be next I'm over one. ninety, so I had mine today. Well, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but since it is the end of the year, uh, today we're doing our best bits because we thought we feel lazy and not. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not being lazy by not recording an intro and still doing our regular bits. We're just we're, we're having some old memories come back to half us. Half lazy. Which, half lazy. Let's put it that way. There's still an effort to get all three of us together on Zoom. Uh, every Tuesday night, so um, look, we made the effort. So if you don't like it, at the end of the day, off. at the end of the day, we're all narcissists. That's why we're doing this, and that's why <laughs> exactly. we're talking about us, talking about our favorite bits that feature us. Yeah, we technically didn't ask any any listeners what their favorite bits were, but I don't know if they would have told us. No, as usually, met with you have a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I I'll listen. I listen to that at some point, and then they never fucking do. You're like, <laughs> Just don't fucking tell me. Oh, I've been meaning to listen to that. Yeah, just don't bother saying it. Just, just go. Oh, cool. But we love you all. <laughs> Jesus Christ! This isn't aimed at the people who actually are going to listen to this. This is aimed this at is... the pricks who say they're going to listen and then fucking don't. Shall this... I name them? I'll name them. Okay. Well, Andy, uh... do you need a beer? No, but I am going to vote that rant from twenty seconds ago is this year's best bit. <laughs> <laughs> the only good bit you'll get. Decided on uh, seven best bits uh, from various different episodes. And by the way, small disclaimer, we're not going to play the whole bloody bit that we're going to talk about. They're going to be edited down. So it's going to be shorter. If you want to listen to that bit, we'll say the episode number and name. So you can go back and listen to it if you missed out on it. But... These are going to be shortened versions, so we can get through as many as possible in this, because it's going to be a long one. Or if you're friends with Andy, you could listen to this one and pretend that you've listened to all the episodes beforehand, so then he doesn't get mad at you. I don't get mad at anyone, to be honest. I assume that no one bothers listening. So oh, that's the first lie of the evening, so there you go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it's genuinely not a lie. <laughs> I'm going to kick us off, guys, with one of my favourite moments from this year uh which is one of our earliest moments which is when penny kind of showed her true colors and she decided to (laughs) have 
quite a bit of a breakdown, metal breakdown, I mean. Um, you make it sound like I did it on purpose. <laughs> I mean, it was quite an episode for me and Andy, especially just viewing what was going on. And uh, yeah, but um, this is episode seven, Fifty Shades of Hell, which we like to call Penny Has a Breakdown. Firstly, while talking about vamps, because she knew what was coming <laughs> later on in the episode. And then secondly, talking about her favorite film of 2020, Fifty Shades of Grey. Do enjoy. So I watched a really nice film today. <laughs> and I should have left it for after Fifty Shades of Grey to cheer me up, but I know we needed to keep the rage for Fifty Shades. No, you're not getting out of that easily. That rage has turned into sadness. Yeah. I watched Vamps. It's a story of two BFFs that live in New York, but they just happen to be vampires. So it's nothing kind of new. So... Do they go out at night and... Yeah, they they go... They don't... Um, loiter. <laughs> I can't do this today. <sighs> yeah, they, they work at Has night. the fish... Hang on, sorry, before we get to... Because we have to settle this now. Has the fish story of Paddock really got you down this much? I think on top of Fifty Shades. Oh, okay. Right, I literally right. finished Fifty Shades about quarter to six. It is now ten to eight. Do you want to take five minutes and me and Dan can just talk bollocks about Green Day? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's just the story of them and their lives and you laughing not loud enough. <laughs> I'm not laughing like... at you. I'm not laughing at you. This is a disaster. This is so bad. <laughs> I can't help my face just looks smug. This is what happens when we watch a film. My fault, obviously. But this is what happens when we watch a terrible film that we have to discuss later on. And the dread is building and building and building. This is my most dread, yeah. is that we have to talk about yeah. films like this. Yeah. Like... That's why I could only watch it today because, like you said before, you couldn't sit with Little Hercules. Yes. Like you didn't want. I can't sit with this. Thing is, right? There have been movies on this podcast that have not been good, and I've made them sound better. I'm now aware that this was quite a good film, and I'm making it sound worse. You're having a day. It's fine. I can't. <laughs> Whoa, Andy, you're gonna have to. Help yeah, me everyone's out. everyone's feeling a bit tense today, aren't they? I apologise for me today. Sorry. It's all right. It's okay. Calm. We're all friends. Use that soothing voice. You can do it. I can, yeah. <laughs> this for this film made me really happy and I had a really nice day and then it was like the butterfly effect all over again and it ruined my day. Yeah, oh, I can well. tell. You have the same energy that I had when we were talking about the butterfly effect and the reason that is is because I watched that the same day we recorded. Yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's not watch the film and then immediately... I can't hold on to it. The film... Fuck. Here we go, guys. Whatever happened, happens. And, you know, we can still be friends after this, but here we go. The film out of the hat this week is Fifty Shades of Grey. My choice that I immediately regretted after actually watching it. And I completely hate myself, too. So there we go. I feel like I'll point this bit out first. It got to a certain point within the first 36 minutes where I'd written red flags so many times I decided to count all the red flags. 18 red flags in that film that I noticed mm -hmm. that were obvious. I'm not very good with red flags in my own life, but <laughs> I noticed 18 very obvious red flags, mostly within the first kind of 40 minutes of this film. The problem I had with this film is that at no point do you know anything about either of the characters other than they will inevitably fuck. Yeah, within the first scene. She has no backstory at all. She just walks into an office is like, oh, are you gay? See you later. Here's my notes. And that's it. Because at one point, skipping ahead slightly, when he meets her dad or her stepdad, 
He's like, how long have you guys been together? He's like, ah, a few weeks. Like, a few weeks? You did yeah. only said a few weeks. <sighs> yeah. I also noticed that after she had got back, after she got back to uh, her flat, Kate then nicks her sandwiches. And I just found it interesting that she lets people steal anything from her, including her inhibitions. <laughs> hey <yo. laughs> So she's working at the hardware store and he strolls in. Creepy oh, flag. To buy oh. rope, tape, cable ties. You yeah. do not buy stuff for BDSM in a fucking <laughs> hardware shop. You do not. She's off. She's off. She is off. Red flag one. She is off. I've written that in capital letters. You do not fucking... Don't use gaffer tape on somebody's skin. Are you insane? <sighs> anyway, the point I was making about it being badly written. Sorry. Right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> she says, you're the perfect serial killer. I would have preferred that if that was the rest of the movie. Well, so would I, in fairness. He asks what else she recommends, and she says coveralls so you don't get your clothes messy. To which his reply, quite obviously, was, all together now, what if I'm, I'm not wearing clothes? clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to repeat that so people could actually hear it? What if I'm not wearing clothes? I had to, again, this was another pause. I had to get up and walk around because I was fucking furious. I assume when it came out, a few people wanted to try it, but you don't want some fucking... And I'm going to say Essex boy because I live there, so no fucking <laughs> shit for that. But some lad going to a fucking hardware shop and getting rope and tying up his girlfriend. You're gonna, Somebody's going to do someone an injury and it's not safe and I'm not okay with this. I just imagine him getting like a screwdriver and a 26-piece tool set. Whoa, whoa, fucking hell. I mean, that's more American Psycho than Fifty Shades, but I see what I you mean. I know, sorry. I've got the house to myself tonight, popping down B&Q. <laughs> but that is the running thing that I have a problem with, so I thought we'd get that in there. We'll come back to that when we start getting deeper into it. He's asking you, asking her, are you a romantic? And she goes, well, I do literature, so I yeah. have to be. And then he immediately goes, I have to leave. <laughs> yeah, he kicks her out of the coffee shop, doesn't he? He, gets out. he just gets up and fucks off. I wonder if he paid the bill. Probably not. He's Mr. Grey. He goes outside saves her from getting hit by a bike and then the two of them oh they have that moment come together in the re- and they're holding their faces and I'm like what you just fucking ah! like I don't understand but Dan the important bit is that she melts in his hands like ice cream in Benidorm oh yeah. no but it, oh. I'm gonna have to close my window I'm getting really loud I'm not the man for you I have to let you go like you could hear me rolling my eyes I have to let you go like he's so hot and cold with her that's a flag you just met her you just brought her in for an interview and now you're going to a hardware store and then a coffee and now you're telling her already I have to let you go like fuck off it's, and then oh. so he dumps her and then he sends her fancy books talk about mixed messages <laughs> fucking hell it's like a yo-yo uh, yeah <laughs> Also, I'm surprised she has a bottom lip the amount of time she's biting it. Oh, yeah. I heard that that was written in the book quite a lot. I can imagine. Do you know what the book sounds like? Shit. It sounds like that other podcast, My Dad Wrote a Porno. <gasps> no! Don't you dare say anything bad about Rocky Flintstone. I love that podcast. Whoa, okay, that's not the reaction I was expecting. We apologise to... <laughs> All I'm saying is, like... Rocky Flintstone, come on this podcast. Tell him he's wrong. Obviously, it's not written that great. And this sounds fucking worse. The pen that she gets given from fucking Grey, she is in a lesson and then somehow shoves it all down her throat. It's like, what are you <laughs> she doing? Does, does she doesn't <laughs> <laughs> What? All right, she, I totally missed she, that. 
<laughs> she does <laughs> Is this the pen from the interview? Yeah, she pops it in her mouth. I did not remember that bit. Or I did, and it was, I just thought it was a pen. Christ, she's deep throating a pen in class. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't shove it down her throat. She just puts it on her lip, man. Come on, you can't do over-exaggeration. Jesus. He puts her to bed. Flag. She is very clearly <laughs> intoxicated and unable to get herself... Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Is unable to get herself home. So being a gentleman, you would get the lady home safely. Yes. Yeah. Not take her to your fucking hotel, undress her and put her in your bed. That is another flag. You sleep next to her as well. He could sleep on the fucking couch. There was one. I checked. Yeah. He decided he would sleep next to her, undress her and uh, make her breakfast in the morning. She asked if they had sex and he said necrophilia isn't my thing. <laughs> Great line. Which is like... <laughs> Oh, fucking Lee. What did he do? Kill her in the night and get a defib and revive her? There's four quotes here that I've written down that made me uncomfortable, purely probably because of the way it was written. One of them, how are you feeling? She says, better than I deserve. Yeah, that made me sad. Felt a little bit too obvious. You're here because I'm incapable of leaving you alone. She says, then don't. Creepy. Obvious as well. I don't do romances. My tastes are very singular. Enlighten me then, she says. Probably one of the most famous quotes of that book, I And the final one, I would like to bite that lip. And she says, I think I'd like that. <laughs> it's just fucking terribly written. Do you remember the guy that Ardman Animation did who was made of butter and used to play the trombone? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. I assume that she has the same genetic defects that he does and is also made of butter because every <laughs> time he touches her, it's like he's got fucking matches on his hands and she just melts. <laughs> Please. For the love of God, put that in the artwork. <laughs> no one will know what the fuck we're talking about if you put that So he takes her to said sex dungeon. I put in notes, she's really, really fucking dumb here. Because when he introduces her to said sex dungeon, she's like, what's this? What's the whip? What do you do? Where's this going? What do you do with that? What do, like I'm like, what do you think he does? Come on! Like, oh my god! I've just written flogger, lol. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's looking around, and he's like, that's called a flogger. <laughs> so that NDA, that is the bit where you drop me a voice note the first time, when she says, "Are you going to make love to me now?" <laughs> so I got, I got a forty-second voice note from Pen. Literally in stitches. And then five minutes later, she came back and said, I've just hit play again. And he said, I don't make love. I fuck hard. And I lost it all over again. And it was exactly the same thing. And that, yeah, so the first bit, I lost it and I paused it. And I was like, no, I need a break. And then I realized what time it was. I was like, no, I need to crack on. And yeah, I played that second bit and I lost it again. And I left my room and that's why my mum was like, are you all right? Have you finished the film? But I had remembered that, so I knew exactly what was going to happen, and I deliberately didn't tell you. <laughs> oh, uh, are you going to make love to me now? Like, ugh, nobody talks like that. The dialogue is, again, it's the worst. It's the worst thing I've, uh, the worst dialogue I've seen in a film, I think. I've written better dialogue for this, and that says a lot. <laughs> you have. <laughs> I genuinely have. He kind of explains to her a bit, because that is another problem with this, is he doesn't, explain the relationship or what he wants from it enough so no wonder she doesn't sign the contract because she doesn't 
he's not explaining to her like he just says i want you to do this 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 and this basically but i don't want to stay in the same room as you yeah, yeah. it's a prisoner he keeps her as a prisoner yeah it's a hostage situation hostage yeah basically he says to her like well you do what i say or i'm gonna punish you in this room and she's like what do i get he's like you get me I was like, that's not how that works. And that's also really shit. Imagine the <laughs> arrogance to say that to someone as well. I know. Like, I don't know if he knows, but the lady that wrote it probably doesn't. But like in a dominant submissive relationship, the submissive has all the power. She or he or non-binary, you know, they've got the safe word. They set the limits. Yeah. They can like, and this is just, this is just a toxic relationship. He says it's the way I am. As if that's an excuse for him yeah. to be an insufferable prick. Yeah, but I, I get that's how they're setting up his story arc. He's a guy who's troubled and he's got problems and all that kind of stuff. Don't get me started on that. Not right now. I know, but it's like he's got problems and he's got... That's not a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yes! I'm not the angry one today. I know. I know, Penn. I'm just saying that's how they're setting the movie up. And it's just I like... Know. I know. No, I'm not mad at you. I could see where it was going. From the very first 30 minutes, I was like, I know where this is going straight away. Oh, he buys her a laptop because he's he gives her the contract and he's like, email me. And she's like, oh, my computer doesn't work. So he only buys her a laptop so that she's got no excuse not to contact him, which is more manipulation. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> I've also written, he's got all that tape and rope that he bought at the hardware store and he uses a tie to tie her hands. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even use the tape. It's like when they redid... Nightmare on Elm Street, they made Freddy Krueger a paedophile just to make him scare us. Like, he didn't need to be a paedophile. He was not a paedophile in the first one. Speaking of paedophiles, apparently uh, Christian Grey was seduced by his mum's friend at the age of 15. I had an ex-boyfriend that had that happen to him and he wasn't into whips and chains as far as I know. So, But movies are real. <laughs> <laughs> and Freddy Krueger was a paedophile apparently. No, he wasn't. He was just a child murderer. He wasn't a paedo. <laughs> This is literally roles reverse of Andy getting angry is we've just swapped it around with Penny this episode. It's so good, isn't it? It's so good. It's great. I love it. <laughs> I'm more like you should be mad at him because he's controlling. But then I remembered that she agrees to let him choose her birth control. Yeah. Are you fucking nuts? Yeah, she... He, it's in the contract. He's like, you have to let me pick your birth control. And what method? Yeah. Like, fuck you. If I don't want to get a coil, I'm not getting one. Ugh. Prescribed by the physician of the Dom's choosing. Yeah. Who could fucking lie and change it? I... And he turns up in her room and says, nice knowing you. And then ties her to the bed and they do a fuck. He did use a condom though. So that was something. Afterwards, she says, that was really nice. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> That was really nice. You throwing me about and breaking in and forcing me. That was really nice. Oh, that was well good. <laughs> that was absolutely fine. Oh, I was craving that. Christ. Fucking hell, this film. Yeah. She also asks what butt plugs are. What's a butt? How old is she? Hang on. Let me... It's clearly in the name. 21 years old. <laughs> exactly. Right. I'm sorry, but if you're 21 years old going to university, you surely know what. No, because she's a tiny... But she's like, little one. What's a whip? Little English oh. literature. She just reads oh. Emily Bronte. Butt plug. Where does that butt plug go? Oh. Flogger. Low. Does it go in the sink? Oh. <laughs> like, it's just fucking... <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I never thought butt plug would be such a trigger for you both. <laughs> This whole film is a trigger. This film has ruined us. It has absolutely ruined us. Do we need us. to do a poll? 
like on Twitter or something, be like, how many of our followers know what a butt plug is? Because maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's just us. Uh, do you know what annoyed me after this? Yes. She gets rid of her car. No, no, no. That was it. He gives her a new car yep. and he sells her old car yeah. without asking her. And then later on, when they kind of split up, she's like, I want to go home. Where's my car? And he's like, oh, I've sold it. Yeah. Fucking sells two of her cars. Like without, again. Oh, he sells the other car as well. He sells the other car as well. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> what a prick. And that was Penny having a bit of a mental breakdown. Uh, Penny, how do you look uh, back on those memories on episode seven? <laughs> Fondly. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever have you ever been like really nervous or I don't know, like really wound up about something, so then you take it out on other people? Um like and it, frequently. I, yeah, so I feel like it was like that with poor vamps, because I did enjoy that movie, but I couldn't get through it because I was I was so wound out wound up about what was to come, the horror. You, I, the fact that you kept shouting at me saying I had a smug face, <laughs> even though I was literally just sitting there listening to you, was it was so unprovoked. To be honest, it, it's probably my favourite Penny moment of the year, I have to say. Just individual is that whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to lie, it was all, it was all real. Yeah. My yeah. <laughs> we didn't script it that not- time, so no. it was all real. Um, no script Well, no, but like that. I really did... I really did have difficulty with that yeah. episode. And yeah, I mean, the fact that we had to take, what, a five-minute break so you could compose yourself midway through the <laughs> Oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all coming back to me now. Uh, okay, well, let's move on with... Uh, let's go with Andy. Andy, what's some of your best bits of 2020? Well, speaking of shit shows and people having breakdowns, um, <laughs> oh, <fuck>. episode uh, <laughs> 13... Sex, drugs, and D and D. Seventeen, um, mate. Oh yeah, I can't remember my writing. Seventeen, <laughs> whatever. So episode seventeen, <laughs> he planned this whole elaborate D and D game. Is it a game? What's it called? Je- adventure. It D&D was called a, like a D and D adventure in Hollywood, or at, once upon a time in Hollywood is what it was called. Yeah, and it all went to shit because you didn't tell me what I was supposed to do, <laughs> and. Immediately, Matthew McConaughey turns into Professor Quirrell. I mean, <laughs> one of the greatest scenes in D and D and cinema history was walking into Pizza Hut and talking about Professor Quirrell for no reason. Yeah. So here it is. Let's have a listen. Let's start this story off. I like to call this little adventure, and I'm not copying anyone here. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Let the adventure begin. (laughs) There's no feet involved, all right? Jesus, all right. Anyway, let the story commence. As the sunrise approaches, you both set out on your journeys to the land of Hollywood. The smell of the air is fruity. The local cats and rats are dancing in the alleyways. And ah, yes, this is truly the land of magic where dreams are made on the big screen. And in some cases, dreams are completely crushed. As you both approach the gates of Hollywood, you two meet each other, and you instantly know one one another as one of you decided to put this whole future masterpiece together. And I think he's the producer of said film. Andy, can you tell me 
Just a basic summary of your character. Please don't say any stats, but just name and uh, general gist of your personality, please. Yeah, my name is Geronimo Jones. That's what you're getting. <laughs> I wear a Stetson. I often have a very big cigar. I'm like one of the old school John Wayne types. Not quite sure why I'm bouncing around with my arms. Like, <laughs> why you're cockney like? <laughs> <laughs> the important um, thing is that I'm the boss. Do you say that to her straight away <laughs> when you meet her? Yeah, nice to meet you. I'm Geronimo Jones. I'm the fucking boss. Okay, meanwhile, the security guard is just staring at you at the gates while you're talking to each other as you say, I'm the boss. And he just stares at you blankly. Your move. Would you like to come in and do your job, maybe? <laughs> Can I see your pass, please? Fucking He says. We rolled an 11. You've rolled an 11. <laughs> Why have you rolled Why an 11? Because I don't you... know what I'm fucking doing! Alright, alright, this is going great. He looks at you blankly Just, as, you got role play. as you roll a dice on the gravel and he stares at <laughs> you. So, you have a look around and you have, in Hollywood, a tavern. <laughs> or a pizza hut. Or a calf. A. Just a calf. <laughs> Old school English calf. calf. Old school English calf, all right? <laughs> and, um... Or you can just go to the set. Completely up to you guys. You are now working as a team. <laughs> so is it a tavern, a calf, a, or a pizza a hut? A tavern, a pizza hut, a calf, or the set itself, if you just want to go straight to the set. I don't know about you, Felicia, but I could definitely go for a slice of pizza. They've got a salad bar, so you can continue to watch your figure. But I'm going to have the full ice cream factory. No, I can't possibly, can't possibly be seen in a Pizza Hut. I'm going to uh, go to set and find the makeup trailer. Okay, well, I don't give a shit. I'm your boss, so we're going to Pizza Hut. Geronimo heads to Pizza <laughs> Hut. It's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest D&D story of all time. Heads to Pizza Hut, and uh, you open the door. It's not particularly busy. There's about, like, four or five people in there. The salad bar is completely sold out, unfortunately. Um... <sighs> They, that was lucky. They just had nothing in there at all. You look around and, uh, yeah, there's about four different people there. But there's there's one guy in particular that seems to be sitting right in the middle by himself. And he has a particular behind his head. He kind of looks familiar. You can't see his face, but the back of his head kind of looks a little bit familiar. You may have seen him before. Have I seen him before? D- d- go up to him or just ignore him? All right, <laughs> I'm going I'm to go up to him and ask if he's Professor Quirrell. <laughs> Can you roll a charisma check, please? <laughs> oh, this isn't going to end well. <laughs> it's an eight. And what's your charisma stats? Three. <laughs> you go up to him, and before you even see his face, you go, Excuse me. Just you say it. Oh, you might as well say it. Go on. Sorry, mate. Are you Professor Quirrell? <laughs> I'm so sorry, Matt Mercer and all the people. And as he turns around, he kind of goes and looks at you. He's got a pizza slice in his face. He's in mid-pizza slice eating, and he just turns to you, stares at you for a second, and goes, All right, all right, all right. I've never seen any kind of Professor Quill around here. And you recognise that this is Matthew McConaughey from the hit film How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, eating a pizza slice in Pizza Hut. 
You sit down, and as you sit down, uh, you notice next to him sort of a, a a paper bag. Sort of the paper bag you find a leak in, but not a brown paper bag. <laughs> but more of a smaller version, and uh, it's white, not brown, either. There, for some reason, the paper bag, that's, that's all he has, and the pizza in front of him that he's still eating. What's in the bag, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> He kind of sniffs a little bit and goes, and he smells some sort of margarita pizza slice with extra frosting in the room. He's like, and it turns around and see you guys, and of course it's Andy Circus from the legendary, <laughs> of course he's Lord of the Rings films. And for some <laughs> reason, he's still in character as Gollum, so he's kind of sat there going. <laughs> Oh, greetings, little travelers. I see you've joined our cafe of, of choices here. We have many hot chocolates available for all of you. Told you I get into character. <laughs> Hello, small man. Hello, big man. <laughs> I see you had a margarita pizza slice from Matthew McConaughey earlier. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good, pal. Was it? I had something better. In fact, he stole my steak bake. It was in the bag. He had a steak bake in the bag and he stole it from me. Guess what was in the bag? Was it a steak bake? It was a steak bake. You could have had a fucking steak bake, Andy, and you didn't. Shit. I can't breathe. Oh, man. I literally can't breathe. Oh, Geronimo Jones loves a steak bake. What it was brings first... you two here to this mysterious character? What brings you here to this mysterious cafe of Hollywood? Uh, well, I wanted a steak bake, and old Felicia here wanted. Uh... This is the old. I'll give you a dirty look. All right. Uh. Oh, Getting oh. unfriendly, are we? Nah, not really. She's I'm I'm paying her. That's why she's here. Otherwise, she's oh, fucking. You're making the movie across the road, right? Yes, yes. 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 What's happening right now? I literally can't look at them. I can't. I can't. Come on, Penny, stay in character. <laughs> I can't breathe. It's too much. Maybe we can make some rewrites for Andy Circus and they bake a uh, steak bake instead. Ooh, do you need a lead actor? Not a lead, but we could do with some villains. You could replace Paul Hollywood. You could be Paul Hollywood. Well, you could CGI the Paul Hollywood. And he was villain in Lord of the Rings, and he preferred to be the hero of the story from now on. He looks really sad, and he kind of just... He's still holding something, like he's rubbing something in his hand, and he looks at it, and he's, like, rubbing it. And he just looks a little bit more sad now. You've upset him, I think. Okay, we can let you have a part in it. You'll be a hero. Oh, really? Oh, is it the lead part of the film? There's a room. And it's like a red room, very velvety red room. Mm. And in the middle is a bed. Mm. And Neil Breen <laughs> is no. currently in the back, um, no. shirtless, of course, as Neil Breen normally no. is. 
Hang on, no. hang on, Penny. You can get out of this if you want. You still, you can still have your dignity by the end of this. That's the aim of the game. Perks. I'm, Perks. Okay, I, I'm, I'm. Oh yeah. <laughs> can I? Well, how do I know when I can use my? I'm gonna use. I'm gonna use my perk. Oh, then I want to use Who's it now. First? Who's first? <laughs> me. Okay. You're me, in first. Me, me. Please explain your perk to everyone um, that you had. You chose uh, this perk out of four. I chose the Brenius perk, uh, which says, so bad at everything, yet so good. You immediately receive three re-rolls, five laptops, and three phones. You suddenly feel <laughs> your bag getting heavier. <laughs> As immediately in this bag, this magic bag, apparently, there's five laptops, three phones. You can... Call whoever you want. So I pull out, I pull out a phone. Ah. And I type in the number. Ah. It, or I don't. Can you make a charisma roll for oh, yeah. your friends list, please? Eighteen plus six. Okay, you look in your phone, and there's two names there. <laughs> what? <laughs> there's two names. If one of them's not the name I'm thinking one of, one says God, help you, Dan. Ronan. The other one says Chad. Who do you ring? <laughs> That's not who I was thinking. Roll one more time. If you roll and get it right one more time, I'll give you who you want. <laughs> I know who you want. <laughs> I know who you want. <laughs> oh, I got 18 again. So it's the okay. same. And suddenly on the other phone that you have, there's only one name and it has Timothy on it. Yeah! Are you going to ring Timothy then? Of course I am, okay. always. That's our ring noise. <laughs> ring, ring. Uh, hello. Timothy Olivan. <laughs> is that how he answers his Olivan, phone? officer speaking. Wait, is it his phone or is it his office? It's him. You're good friends. <laughs> Why was he like Olivan offices? Because he's so great at Just everything. Just go with it. Just go Okay. Tim, darling, I have an emergency and I have the perfect role for you. It's this new, um, it's the sequel to that amazing box office film, Flandemic. You must know it. Of course you do. No. Um, the, uh, it's this fabulous director, um, Paul Hollywood's in it, Andy Serkis, and we need you to be the new, um, the new love interest. It's going to be the biggest M. Night Shyamalan twist of the movie, where you come in and uh, you and my character get cool having this torrid affair and it's it's going to be great. Is this Felicia? Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course it is. I haven't seen seen you in like 10 years or so. I said, well, you know, you've been on so many popular TV shows. Santa Clarita Diet. Oh my God, that it was true. my absolute favourite. I'm yeah, I'm. I'm. I was genu genuinely saddened when they cancelled that. I'm. I'm so sorry. Stop and, it. and the Mandalorian's coming up at the end of the month. You're in that too. You and Baby Yoda. I don't know who's cuter. Oh, Ask him about it. Hitman. Ask him about Hitman. So sorry. So you want me to to join you right now, come from my home to the land of Hollywood, and do a scene straight away. Is that what you're suggesting? I mean, if you could, but if it's not possible, I, you know, I'm friends with the with everyone. Like, who, I'm sure I could, who's my, I could sit back. Who's my love interest? I want. It's my character. Oh, it's you. 
Give a roll for looks, please. Natural 20! Wow. <laughs> I'm beautiful! You shout down the phone. Plus eight. 28? Oh yeah, shit. Jesus. He immediately just says, I'll be there. And puts the phone to... <laughs> Bef- this is the best day Bef- of my entire life. Before you know it, he's driven through... The, the gates. He's killed the security guy because he's just gone, fuck it, I'll just go. And get gets in the car. <laughs> kills the security guy. The whole fucking gates are busted open. He runs in the door, shirtless, and goes, Felicia, my love, let us go. And pulls out <laughs> his hand. We won't get into the nitty-gritty details, but you have a lovely time with him. And, oh. um... Just give me a roll for performance, because I just need to see if the performance. Will oh work. no! 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 You're not no come on! Me do a sex roll. This was important. Whatever you do, just give me a just a performance. Just a performance. That's it. I answered the phone. Ronan, darling, how are you? Ah, oh, sure. Life is a roller coaster. You just gotta ride it all night long. You know what I mean, like. I'm down in Tipperary now, trying to sort out a single deal, and I can't find any. Apparently, there was an opening for Flandemic. Ooh, I'm really interested in the sex scene, apparently. <laughs> I'm so sorry, every Irish, my fellow Irish brethren are listening. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you're only allowed to do that because you're That's Irish. That's fine, I can do it. Okay, well, there's a bunch of stuff that I can't loop back <laughs> on, but um, you win. <laughs> I feel bad because I knew you couldn't play or you had never played and I could have... I could have taken over at the beginning, but watching you fumble about because I knew Dan didn't tell you how to play was pretty good. So well, that's the I thing. Apologize. Like neither of you, neither of you, you both play relatively often, right? Neither of you told me how to play, so I had no idea what I was doing. It's, to be honest, I thought Dan would tell you how to play. It was his shit. I didn't. mean, it wasn't. It, I I kind of explained the brief rules of it at the start. If if people go back and listen to that episode and listen to the start, I did go through rules, but. Get um, fucked. You did not. I mean, it's not the hardest thing in the world. You tell me what to do, you roll, and if it's a high roll, it proves your chances. That was it. So There was too know. much choice. That was the problem. You gave me too much choice initially. You should have known that I would immediately go for Pizza Hut, and then it fucked up the order because you wanted to go elsewhere first. So, you know, I'm, I'll take responsibility for it falling apart, but I'll also take responsibility for that delicious, thin-based content. Yeah, and you get to hear my fucking golem voice for that one as well. I can't so. believe you tried to get me to have sex with Neil Breen, you disgusting, terrible person. All right, for fuck's sake, it took me ages to make that. God, I'm so proud we can look back on it as a best moment and think, what a fucking shitty thing he did. <laughs> it was my best it. moment, because I had great pretend sex with Timothy Elephant. Yeah. Best moment of my actual year. Everyone. Actual highlight of the year for Penny. <laughs> yeah, not even just the podcast. <laughs> Okay, well, moving on, Penny, do you have one of your favourite moments of the year? I don't know if favourite is technically the right word for what happened in um, episode nine, May Contain Nuts, but Andy (laughs) inflicted Mm -hmm. a film called Bad Biology on us, Yeah, and I can't unsee the things that he showed us, Mm. luckily for everyone else. There was no video of that. <laughs> Can we just um, clarify that I was showing you scenes of bad biology and not something else? Yeah, I didn't need to see that mutant penis or the baby in the bath. No. Or 
Oh, weren't there lots of green blobs in her vagina? Weren't they her clits? Her green clits in her... So I don't know why this is a f- uh, best bit. It w- was not fun for me. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> and here it is. <laughs> Andy was so in a twist about this that he was going to talk about this next week, but he's just seen it and he couldn't hold it in couldn't anymore. keep it in. Yeah, I was late, wasn't I? 20 minutes late because I put this on. I was going to talk about something totally different, but when the opening line of a film is, I'm a woman that was born with seven clits, each one craving constant attention, you get sucked in immediately. <laughs> you didn't tell us the tagline. <laughs> nearly choked on my drink. To most, I'm just a girl with the crazy vagina. I think I might be a new species. I need men to feed the beast. <laughs> <laughs> I have questions before we start. The name of the film, this came recommended by friend of the podcast, Brad. The film's called Bad Biology. And he didn't tell me anything about it other than <laughs> Thanks, <Brad. laughs> something we spoke about reminded him of it. And I've got no idea what it was because nothing we've spoken about is like this. Oh God, this could be horrible. No, and it can't be Fifty Shades because that hasn't come out yet. Uh, I think it's something sexy, something to do with sex. Maybe not sexy, but something to do with sex, this film. I'm sorry, I need to know where all seven of them are. And don't say on her vagina, like, because that seems like a lot. You could probably have like two or three. Do you actually see them? You do, yeah. They're inside her vagina. That's not. Oh, that. That's not where the clitoris is. It's not inside. That's an inside vagina, not a vagina. That's a different type of vagina. I agree with you. She said most of them are inside. Most of them. She thinks there might be even more. She spent <laughs> a lot of her youth at doctors. Jesus. So she's got one outside, like normal. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a close up. Of that vagina. Well, there should be because I have questions. <laughs> so she's either got one on the outside and she knows she has six on the inside, but there might be more. There might be more, yeah. But she knows that there are six more unless there's like three on the outside, four on the inside. Look, all I know is that she is a woman that was born with seven clits. There might be more since then. There might have been less. It's unlikely. You get an inside shot. You know, this is not the sort of thing to watch whilst you're eating. <laughs> and I'll go for it. Who's this naked man? So this naked guy is called Bats, and we'll come back to him later. Okay. But the important thing you need to see is... Sorry, his name is Bats. B-A-T-Z. So what he's doing now is he's taking the uh, end of a syringe, he's getting some medicine in it. While naked. And I think you can tell where this is going. It's blue. His nuts are out, and... What? Oh my god, no, oh! Andy, Andy, no. What's that? No, that- I have a phobia to fucking needles. <laughs> Do you think that was a real ball bag? I don't know. Why is this episode all about ball bags? (laughs) I don't know. That's two I've seen today. (laughs) That's two more than I usually see most days. I actually think it was shaft. No. Yeah, I think it was shaft. No, I don't think it was. Anyway, we'll come back to it. Do we have to? Please don't play that clip. I have a fear of needles, please. It's gone. gone. You just show me a needle going into someone's nutsack. Right, so Jennifer meets this guy at a bar and... Oh, Oh, I'm so uncomfortable right now. And she's, you know, she's chatting him up. In fact, she's not chatting him up. It's getting a bit saucy. Here is a picture, and you can't quite see it, of him fucking a planet. (laughs) And he says, this is me fucking the world. You can see here, FTW, fuck the world. This is what I'm going to do to you. And then it carries on into the bedroom. That's not sexy. She starts taking pictures of him, and he doesn't appreciate it. So he swings at her. She sort of chews up the blood. Weird. Then continues to take pictures. At this point, as she's getting into the sort of end piece, she starts cracking his head on the floor with no real context. But Andy, I know that Fifty Shades was an experience, but this is this. What's happened now? (laughs) 
<laughs> talk to us. Why are we watching porn? Like, it's fine, but I'm not no, no, prepared no, for not, this. We're not, right. This ain't fucking porn. This is like Julie X sort of shit that's going on. So, as a consequence of this, because of her seven clips, <laughs> she somehow... <laughs> I forgot! <laughs> she somehow also has, like, uh, an express reproductive system. What? They're not connected. No, they're not. You can have a baby without having a clit. There's some science behind it. I didn't really write it down. Oh, she's got hyper metabolism. <laughs> I'm not quite sure why. That's got nothing to do with babies or clitorises. Clitori? But the important part of this... We're nine minutes into the film. <laughs> the important part is that she goes into labour two hours after receiving a seed. <laughs> so why would you say that? Why? Baby. What? What? <laughs> What? What the fuck was that? Oh, it's a baby in a bath. No, it's not. It's like a fetus in a bath. It was like a little. That's a fetus. Frankenstein. That's just fetus. uh, But it was a full-grown baby. That's no. Now she knows that they're a bit deformed. What? How many of them has she had? (laughs) Every time. Every time she has sex. Yeah. Two hours later. Why doesn't she wear a condom? Well, she doesn't wear one, but... She says she prefers not to because she likes the feeling of something kicking and screaming coming out of her. Sometimes it's better than coming. Uh, It's weird, right? Dan's dead. Dan's gone. So, Uh, uh, let's move the story on a bit. This is why I thought it was a horror. She goes goes into Bats' house to find him and... Just the stunned silence from me and Dan at what we're seeing right now. Bats is there. He's having an argument with his dick. The drug-addled monster dick. And there it is. <laughs> and one ball bag. That's three ball bags I've seen today. Uh, for context, it is like... Pen, how would you describe it? I've been sick a little bit in my mouth, I swear. Um, oh, he... Uh, oh, it was like a big... Wiggly Willy. Pepperoni. Yeah, it was like a massive wiggly willy and he's trying to slap it about to stop it and one of his ball bags is hanging out of his jeans. (sighs) My sense of humour has just died. It just died in my heart. You know when you just feel a little bit sick in like the top of just under your throat? That's how I feel. Why? Would you like me to continue? I mean... I mean, no, but I mean, go on. (laughs) We're going to have to. Yeah. (laughs) Breathe through it. So what's the point of this film? I'm getting to it. Okay. She's now trying to sell the pictures of the vagina faces. And her editor says, vagina faces, Jennifer. What were you thinking? Vagina faces. And it's possibly the greatest point in the film. (laughs) We cut to Bats, he's asleep. God, why? He's sort of barely conscious. The dick's awake, though. There's a lot of moving and rumbling underneath the blanket. Oh, the dick's coming. <laughs> and it sees in purple. It sees in purple. Is it stretching? Because it's getting towards the door. <laughs> like, it's getting longer. Interesting question. It has now probably gone maybe two metres away from the bed. It has detached itself and it is fucked off. That's because he kept smacking it. Yeah. He's in an abusive relationship, so he left. Are we in some kind of wizard world or something? I don't really know <laughs> what this is. Was it a dream? Ah. No, it's real. Oh. It gets out of the door because the front door was open. Why is the floor? And then it goes on a bit of a journey through the town. Oh, no. Oh, no. I know what's going to happen. Here it comes, bursting through the floorboards. Oh, my fucking God. This is... (laughs) It looks horrendous. It's like... Oh, it's got such a big hole. It does not... That's not... I mean, penises are not flattering, but Jesus Christ, this one. Holy fuck. The dick is fucked off. Then they hear a noise and the dick has come back. 
and it's struggling to breathe. So she's giving it CPR. She gives the dick CPR. Stop, stop, stop. No. Pause. No, no stop. Pause it. No, no stop. No, stop. no, don't pause it. No, I no, see no, it. Don't leave it on this screen. Right, okay. We'll go straight to the end. So, he has died. Wait, 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 Andy, hang on. Wait. Oh, we whoa, just got to process all this. Hang on. If we, if we, why? Why? Questions. Why? Is it some sort of metaphor we're looking for here or some sort of guidance that I'm trying... I don't know what I'm trying to... I don't know. But I needed to get it out of my system and into yours. So, it's a bunch of things that just happened that don't make sense. Yeah. That's the film. Someone has got a drug-addled dick and someone else has got seven clits and they should, in theory, be together. But why? They live in the same city and I don't really understand. But now his dick's gone. Okay. Wait, so who's dead? She gives it CPR and it looks like she's playing the recorder. So what she does is she injects it with all of the steroids to get it back to life and it then grows and then does what it does and inserts itself into her... Meanwhile, Bats has died Why? because he's OD'd on the drugs that she injected into the dick. But they're not attached anymore. But they're still connected for some reason. Couldn't tell you why. <sighs> so, like, she has had the time of her life. Has she? Yeah. She says she's had God deep inside her, our father who art in Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> so she stands up, she stands up and it falls out of her. The dick or the baby? I'm about to find out, aren't I? Yes. Oh, why is it grey? I don't know. That's the dick, right? Yeah. Instantly, she's gone into labour. So she's squeezing it out. And then all of a sudden, she just dies. (laughs) (laughs) So he's dead. That was a great death. She's dead. The dick is now dead. But she was going into labour as she was dying. Oh, is it? Oh, oh, and oh, oh, she's had a baby dick and it's got a mouth and it's got balls and it's got arms and legs. And I don't want to do this anymore. That is the end. Credits roll. I'm glad that I've had to put you through that because I feel like Brad has put me through that. I've got no idea why he recommended it, but uh, if I've got to suffer, you've all got to suffer. I am legitimately speechless. I have literally nothing to say. <laughs> There's nothing to discuss. It's just like, uh. what can we discuss from that? What could we possibly? Can I just give a little shout out to a friend of the show, Brad? Because oh, Brad well, Biology was yeah. his suggestion. Yeah, thanks, Brad. He's been a, he's, do you know what? He's one of the few people I do know listens regularly. And I appreciate that. He doesn't bullshit like other people. (laughs) (laughs) Would you stop? (laughs) My fucking listenership's going to go down from the people who occasionally listen because you're a fucking asshole. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Andy. Cheers for that. Thanks, Brad. Cheers. Hi, Brad. Um, I love you. Speaking of uh, things that are seared into my brain, one of my favourite penny moments... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Such a sarcastic asshole. No, not well. I mean, it's kind of a penny moment, but you brought it to the table more or less. Is in episode eighteen, she decided she was going to watch a film based off the titles. This was during the recent period of when she was looking at films, but just based off their titles, she was going to watch them, which it's turned into be, it turned into a successful story so far, right? <laughs> so far, um, in episode eighteen, getting piggy with it. She brought to the table Attack of the Adult Babies, which we then learn later was called Adult Babies Only, right? 
No, I thought it was called Adult Babies, and then I found uh, out it was called Attack of the Adult Babies. Later on, yeah. And mm-hmm. it was interesting, to say the least. Here it is. So, hi, I'm Penny. Apparently, I hate myself. <laughs> and today, I watch 2017's Adult Babies. Adult Babies? Is this an intervention? I feel like I'm in AA. Like, I don't know what I'd done to feel like I deserve to put myself through this, but I did it for you guys. Thank you. Weirdly, when the movie started and I got to the credits, the credits actually say Attack of the Adult Babies, but nowhere on the internet could I find that that was the title. Everywhere calls it Adult Babies, so that confused me to start with. And it was directed by Paddy Kirk, if I could read my own handwriting, from Emmerdale. So literally a man from Emmerdale, what? a man who plays Paddy from Emmerdale, I don't watch it so I don't know, he directed it and I'm pretty sure his wife wrote it so I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you these people. You didn't tell us that. Oh I am suddenly invested. George is the dad right. yep. and his daughter is Kim. Mm-hmm. George is married to Sandra and Tim is her kid so they are step parents and stepchildren. Right. Okay. This was not made clear at the beginning of the film. Okay. So I thought they were all one family which was really awkward because kim and kim and tim is going to make this really annoying as well kim accuses her who i thought at the time was her brother brother of stealing her knickers and wanking over a drawing <laughs> that he made for her. <laughs> oh, here we go. oh hello uh, welcome to the podcast welcome to episode yep. whatever the fuck it was <laughs> yeah so they have a bit of an argument about that he says he didn't do it then we get a scene of some sexy nurses when you think sexy nurse outfit that is what they are wearing like a tiny little halloween kind of vinyl little little like a budget like sexy oh i was like to little specific i don't know maybe they do white vinyl yeah very short little hat little hat seems impractical doesn't it i mean i guess the vinyl is like wiped down but also seems very impractical they were very short i don't know how they sit down and can you imagine like walking around wards in those like pointy red stilettos all day You'd have blisters for days. They're not real babies, though. You do know that's not yeah, real. Yeah, they're adult babies. <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> so then we go back to the family's house and two guys with guns break in doing horrendous Russian accents. Okay. They're called Vlad and Dimitri, but they, yeah, decide, of course they, are, yes. they decide to call themselves <laughs> yeah. Bert and Barry <laughs> so they don't give away their names. Great names. Emmerdale, the guy from Emmerdale definitely has done this. Yeah. <laughs> Great names. One of them is played by uh, Shane Maguire from Shameless. I don't know what his real name is, but I loved him. But I could tell it was him because his accent was really bad. And I was like, I know that voice. He's not Russian. <laughs> he's Mancunian. The other one is smoking a cigarette. He's like, look, they're cigarette lighters. I'll show you. And he's about to light a cigarette himself, but the other one's already smoking he's like no 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 you don't even smoke just do it to me so he points the gun at the cigarette and blows a hole in his face because it's not a cigarette lighter <laughs> i mean okay i feel like it's it's rev- a bit rever- i don't want to say like Pen. pandemic i feel like it's a bit reverse Pen. engineered i know this is I before know. we get to see the adult Pen. babies <laughs> pretty much weirdly i'm still it's on board like- with it <laughs> <laughs> i just emmerdale I let's help. go <laughs> <laughs> fucking love paddy i need your help like working out not why but like why you watched it because <laughs> you saw a bunch of names that looked funny and you went that one looks funny and you watched it yeah yeah that's pretty why. much but like why they like obviously they were like right we need to get the family 
to this adult baby place like they've got lots of weird bits of plot that just like oh well we don't need the russian guys anymore so we'll just shoot one of them in the face it sounds like there's a lot of like trying to get to a certain point and not know how to, to get there so they backtrack yeah. it and do that instead of having like the car is broken down outside or near it yeah. let's get some it's fucking almost- russian mobsters involved shoot one of them in the face <laughs> and then we can get the woman to suck off a fucking breathalyzer it almost yeah. sounds like they came up with the name before the actual movie <laughs> the thing is flandemic would have been far better written than this and i also would have got some people from emmerdale in it we see the adult babies they're all lined up in wheelchairs wearing oxygen masks <laughs> okay and the nurses come in and margaret tells them like you know they need you you now you don't have any breaks from now until 3 a.m like this is it they need constant attention you'll you'll have they will soil themselves you'll have to change them you'll need to feed them don't let too much air get to their bits don't is a direct quote because that will cause problems changing down the line what sorry what i don't have a baby didn't know that was a thing (laughs) sorry say sorry (laughs) say that one more time i'm sorry i just try to process that sorry don't let too much air get to their bits because that will cause a problem changing them later on down the line. So they fart more. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. There's there's more baby plot. Okay. One of the other things that Margaret said is that sometimes when they drink the milk that they have out of the bottles, their appearance will change slightly and not to be alarmed. Right. My next note just says the adult baby stuff is just, and I actually haven't found a word to end that sentence. Describe it. We'll end this sentence. We're writers. We can do it. Well, I say writers. Barbara, the nurse, is looking after David, and he just starts oinking (laughs) and farting and shitting. Yeah. And at one point, like, he's got his legs up in the air and he's just shitting into this nappy. (laughs) And his, his face is turning piggy he's got like a piggy nose <laughs> that's the single greatest quote penny has ever said in this entire podcast i don't know why i did this to myself yeah i mean go on go on yeah Just go. so the 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 milk is making their noses turn into prosthetic obviously not in the universe but into in prosthetic universe. pig noses <laughs> so the the family get there and the mum's like i'm gonna go in and find the box you kids stay here she, she sneaks in and she just starts looking in different rooms so she opens the door and she sees this man farting and shitting with, the legs, with his legs in there and she just retches and leaves what the fuck is this she opens another door <laughs> talk to Paddy whatever his real name is he's only got his Emmerdale name she goes into another room and there's a giant man in a nappy with a pig nose jumping up and down on a bed and like playing games with a lady in a sexy nurse outfit what sort of game details uh he's Cluedo? just no tetris mario mario park plunk <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like she's playing with a puppy uh, okay barbara gets attacked by the adult babies okay um, because she killed i think she gave the tea to david who happened to be the health minister <laughs> of, of the UK because <laughs> all these people are like oh, yes. fancy people right they attack her and they they're holding her down and they're like you killed the health minister are there any judges here and the weird little man from the human centipede is apparently oh, a judge sake, and he sentences her sake. he sentences her to death uh, I'm not sure that's how the legal system works but I'm with it yes no so they say that they're gonna kill her by any means available 
Apparently, the first available mean is to smother her with a shitty nappy. <laughs> well, people use pillows, don't they? There's no difference between a pillow and a shitty nappy. The f- the Hi, and welcome to what- Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> he eats the shit and he gives him the milk. And Kim's like, why do you all act like babies? Couldn't you just shit? And he's like, meh tradition so there's no need for them to be adult babies at all that's not the is that the ending <laughs> no but there's no need oh. for them to be adult babies that's tradition. so good there's that's literally so good. no reason oh it's pen it's so good it's shut not. the fuck up it's not andy shut it's up not. <laughs> you could literally have rich people could still drink the milk and i guess they could they could still shit into a nappy <sighs> Or shit it's, into it's a bu- into some sort of receptacle. Stupid shock. But there's no reason for them to crawl around and have nursey and play and be a baby. There's no reason for them to be adult babies, which is the title of the movie. Kim gets poo on her face. Ask Tim if she's got poo on her face, and he says no. She looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you made a note of that. As well. <laughs> like, she's like, this will this be important. Better write this down. Well, they're, all, they're all going on about how places stink because obviously there's shit everywhere. And she's like, oh, it still stinks in here. I've got poo on my face. And he's like, uh, no, no, you look fine. <sighs> okay, cool. There's a the bottle of, there's the bottle now of Hyperlax. Don't know where that came from. And Tim uses the force because it's near the, it's near the, the poo god. Sorry, Tim. And- sorry, what? <laughs> Tim uses the force because, you know, Star Wars. A claymation different adult baby turns up as well. And he has a fight with Kim and tries to chainsaw her. So the bottle of laxative ends up near the feet of the poo god. So Tim's sure using the force. And I'm like, oh, he's going to grab the bottle. Okay. He doesn't. He turns it into a burger. <laughs> Just fucking no. Just no. No, no, no. I've tried to hold myself back, but now it's all coming out. What the fuck? Honestly. Then the film rewinds. Right. What? It literally rewinds and you see the whole film right back to the beginning when they're playing their ball game at the beginning, the family. Oh, we're going to see something we missed? No. Oh. Then it's just space credits yeah it's what? just what it's space pen pen i, I know pen. i don't pen. know how to explain pen. it it rewind <laughs> it rewinds the whole film you even see the intermission again it rewinds through the whole film it's my favorite noise. oh my god and you get to the end and you see tim and george and sandra and they're playing the game and then it's space it's literally like the world like the top of the world to the point where i thought like a new film had started you know sometimes that's like the not the universal intro logo or something the mm. intro mm-hmm. and then there was some spaceships i think <laughs> okay. and i was like oh is the poo god gonna be like that baby in space in what's that movie? 20 uh space Odyssey. yeah yeah but no it was just the earth and some spaceships and then it was the end why do you understand this film i'm slightly worried because that's what andy does he likes to understand shitness. I <laughs> I say that with I... resentment in my voice. <laughs> there it is. I was going to say I didn't show it to you, but I did, didn't I? I had visuals that day. Oh, um, yeah. I still stand by this film. I think the concept is quite interesting and some of the art direction is fun. And the fact that I am continuing with my choice of films due to their names or synopsises, synopsi, this was one of the 
better ones that has come out of that choosing yeah, process. In hindsight, it kind of sounds like mm-hmm. it's, it's we've been put through a lot <laughs> recently. But here's yeah, the thing, I though, guess. right? Here's the thing. Every time we watch a film where something's a little bit errant, I'm always told specifically me to suspend my disbelief. <laughs> Except every time one of these films come up, I'm like, yeah, totally, I get it, I'm with it. I and I'm the angry one. With it. And true. Dan's the one who fucks off and goes, oh no, why would they do this? This is bollocks, it's not a film. Can we start telling him to suspend his disbelief? <laughs> Andy, what's your next highlight? <laughs> so I quite like it when one of you loses your rag over things. and I think there's been no film where that has been more apparent than... <laughs> Episode 13, there's somebody at the door. Episode 13, of course, was Animals United. And where we would normally break down a film for about 45 minutes, Dan tried to rush it through in about 10 because he was fucking fed up of it. <laughs> and it just ended in an argument between us, didn't it? Because you were trying to shit yeah. all over it. And I was like, give it a chance. And we'll hear that now. <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> I'm no good at these at all. And we'll hear that now. Hey, I've been dreading this for 24 hours. This affected you a lot more than yeah. it affected if us. If my phone wasn't broken, I would have made a compilation of mine and Penny's voice memos. Uh, probably stick it in one day. <laughs> I'll go over briefly. The film out of the hat was... Animals United. This was a film that Andy picked because, and I quote this reason, <laughs> he bought this DVD for 25p once. I went over to his house, social distancing, saw it, and he does have it. And he bought it for 25p, and he remembers it being bad or something. Is that why you said it was just, oh, it's bad? I remember it's bad. I remember turning it off about eight minutes in. Okay. The only time I've ever put a DVD on, turned it off and put it away and not looked at it again. This is the worst film I have ever seen in my fucking life. This is worse than Fifty Shades of Fucking Grey and I never thought I would say this. <laughs> this is the worst fucking film ever. It makes no sense. The fucking animation is off. There was a moment... And bear in mind, it's my first time watching this fucking film. There was a moment where I was watching it, and one of the animals goes through a rock. So you can see his legs through a rock like it's invisible or something. And also, the voice is not synced up well. I know it's in German and stuff, and it came from a German film, but the English voice actually is not even synced up. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's about global warming. There's a polar bear for some reason that ends up in Africa. Then they attack humans. There's a guy with a gun and a plane and helicopter and a missile and he shoots everyone with it it doesn't make sense this is fucking bollocks i feel like i've struck gold here then yeah feel better yeah i actually feel pretty good so this film is set in africa's (laughs) in africa (laughs) i don't want to go through it no can we just say how we feel we have to go through it we have no, to go through it. We have to. We had to go through Fifty Shades. We had to go through Hatchet. We've got to go through this. It's part of the rules. It's part of the rules. You know that. The thing you need to realize is that all of these characters, they're all introduced in different locations, one by one. Different areas of the world, one by one. When we get to Charles, the rooster, he's on a cruise ship, as Andy pointed out, and he escapes from his evil chef. He gets into the water, and he's saved by a bathtub. And in said bathtub, 
is all majority of these fucking characters. Now, by the way, I just mentioned that they're all in different fucking areas of the world, and they've somehow arrived where this rooster is in a bathtub and saved him to bring him to Africa to meet everyone else so they can get the water back. This is where we meet Hunter, and yes, that is his real name. He is a poacher, and he doesn't speak in this film. In fact, he has the most anime reaction-y type <laughs> character in this whole film, where he just grunts and groans and goes... That's his voice. <laughs> he kidnaps Socrates, the big lion dude, and um, while the other animals escape... We are missing out so much stuff. Good. Are we going to go back? He wants to get them, but... Look. I know, I know, but I have things to say. I have things to say. If you made me watch this... See, now it's not my fault. Now it's Dan. Dan has made you watch this for no real reason. Fuck you, birthday boy. I am so pissed off you made me watch this film. I'm holding back the anger, all right? But Socrates tells a story of how he got a scar, and it's because his brother Mambo, which is a much more African lion name, if you ask me, was shot by Hunter... Which wasn't, like, no. Lion King sad. It was a bit weird. But it was sad enough. By the way, it's the same guy who has kidnapped. So it's just yeah. this one dude who's going yeah. around. <laughs> it's this one, yeah, this guy Hunter. And then when they see him later on, when they, they get to the resort, spoilers, he gets up out of his office or whatever, and fucking Mambo's dead rug body mm-hmm. is on his yeah. floor. I was not happy about that. There you go. It looked like a good rug to me. That's right, everyone. Now the same dude who's killed one of the lions and kidnapped another one now has a plane. And guess what's inside the plane? It's a fucking missile. Because of course it is. Oh, that's where it came from. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. What? You're getting way ahead of yourself. You are. Again, I made zero notes. I'm literally reading the Wikipedia. You're I don't care. You're getting way ahead of yourself. I don't care. He gets in a car first. I don't care. He gets in a car. He tries to run them down. And then the turtles, who are still alive at this point, that's how far ahead you are, appear out of nowhere from the ground, like two fucking speed bumps, and he smashes into a rock. Wow, that's the great development. <laughs> See what I mean? There's no point in doing this film. This film is bollocks actual bollocks they decide to send a swarm of locusts to attack the humans and their clothes even one point there's a woman who's about to be completely nude just at the right moment i missed this part oh you missed the best part i don't remember this at all this is the best part these locusts go up to the resort remember that bit and they eat all their clothes of the humans and they're naked that's a bit awkward isn't it for a kid's film I don't care if I'm it being a It wasn't that bad. It was just boring and weird. I'm saving the listeners from fucking having to listen to this bollocks. This is rubbish Some film. of them would probably go, why didn't you save us from Fifty Shades? If we're going to do it to one, we've got to do it for everything. Because this is worse than Fifty Shades and I never thought I would say that. <sighs> they, <sighs> The dam breaks and the missile that's still inside one that shoots in the dam goes off now because they oh god no wait i remember now fucking flashbacks are coming back to me billy the meerkat is so skilled at hitting missiles from unknown distances that he's able to launch a rock into the dam no 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 he plays golf with dried up hyena poo poo yes that's what he does at the beginning of the film know what you're sounding like here 
you're not being consistent. We yeah. have to do this with all the shit. You, you're just doing it to piss me off more. No, I know you- what you're doing. Like, I see that smile. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I don't care how he fucking does it. He just does it, okay? He hits something with a rock to go it's into the shoot, right? It's not a rock. It's hyena poo-poo. And he plays golf and he hits the hyena poo-poo ball. I give up into a hole in the dam which then hits the missile which then goes off i also don't think he was deliberately aiming for the missile i think it was more luck than anything else no he just likes what he just fancied around a golf yes because he was doing that in the beginning that's what he he does golf all the time that makes it worse that makes it worse if he just fancied around a golf in the middle of the dam that makes it worse don't you maybe he just thought he would hit it and it would help knock it down he's not big enough to do any damage but he's not like he can knock it down himself is it but if he wants to crack a bit of dried up hyena poo poo at a dam why fucking not now this is where he gets strange (laughs) this is where he gets strange yeah after the party the animals travel in the mouth of whales to New York City <laughs> inside the mouth of whales that's how they get across like Noah's Ark was it more was it just one whale or was it like no there was a few there was it was no uh... there was oh, okay. a fuck ton of whales yeah. turning up in New York City Harbour are there whales in Africa I don't think so well they they look like humpback so I think they're what Atlantic because I don't know because otherwise how do you how do you Penny, a polar bear was in the Arctic at one point and it ends up in a bathtub. Yeah, but I know how he got there. He got there in a bath. I don't know how the whales got there. <laughs> Penny, why are you making it sound like <laughs> stuff? I know what you're doing. You're trying to make me mad. I know what you two are doing. I don't like it. Billy and the kangaroo and mm-hmm. Smiley, the Tasmanian devil, get to the resort. Oh, and Socrates. And I don't know how they get there. How do they get to the top of the dam? There's a door at the bottom of the dam and they go upstairs. <laughs> of course okay. there is. Of course there's a door <laughs> at the bottom of a dam. Of course there, there is. There would be. Because that's... No, there wouldn't yes, be. Yes, there was, because that is historically the dry yeah, area yeah. of the dam that they block off. So they have a door and access door to get up. Oh, that the animals could open and it's easily opened. Yeah, yes. okay, I yeah, believe that kangaroos shit. have hands. Oh, yeah, well, fine. We'll just and believe that all hands. animals can open fucking doors. They, I bet they have a key card as well. Well, no, a fucking lion can because it's got paws and not fingers. But a meerkat or a kangaroo. Don't make me Google can meerkats open doors. The only thing is you're being more sympathetic about this fucking film and I know why, but stop it. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Birthday boy, shut It wasn't stop. good, but it didn't make me as angry as it made you. This is awful, guys. This is yeah, genuinely awful. This is the worst film I've ever seen in my life, honestly. It's not a great film, but we've got to be fair about it. And that's what Penn and I are having to do, because you have gone so negative on it, we're now having to double back and be positive. I mean, don't watch it. Don't show it to your kids. It's fucking weird, but... If something is so bad that I'm going to say Fifty Shades was better... I'm going to warn people yeah, but not you to liked watch it 50 Shades. by shouting at it. I didn't like Fifty Shades. That's the point. I hated it that much that I didn't like even Fifty Shades. And I think this is worse. This was easier to just ignore than Fifty Shades. Like, I just switched well, off. You, you say that. You went to bed so you didn't have to watch the end of it. Dan paused it seven times. I paused it four times. It was a struggle. Yeah, to watch a film. But I'm pretty sure I had to pause Fifty Shades more. It took me a whole day. I'm looking at user reviews on IMDb. One out of ten, pollution in itself. A film so bad it has forced <laughs> me to spend time creating an IMDb account to warn others about it. Exactly how I feel. It was truly the worst film I've ever paid money to watch. It was so terrible that my nine-year-old sister and I left halfway through. <laughs> Come on. Took my three-year-old son to watch this and even he was bored after 15 minutes. Even the kids think this is shit. <laughs> the, the, the phrase, there's an hour and a half that I ain't getting back, springs to mind. It had no structure. 
it's all over the place. The intro, we stopped after 10 minutes, me and Penny, because we were like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah, is going on? 10 minutes! 10 minutes! It earned more than $44 million before expanding to China or the US. So yeah, it made a butt ton of money. $44 million for this piece of shit. Before they expanded. So it must have been 50-something million after they expanded. For yeah. this piece of shit. Yeah. It must be a beloved story or something. Look, I haven't seen a good review yet, so please someone find me one. There are a couple on IMDb. There was a 7 out of 10 and a 10 out of 10. But A 10 out of 10? Yeah. Mm, that's probably Andy just to wind me up even more. Um, <laughs> He's done it just now. So I'm going to knock a point off and give it a 9. You're not. Fuck off. I will, not, I will quit no. this podcast. I will quit this podcast if properly. you give it a 9. I will quit right now. I will give it a 2. Thank you. You fucking son of a bitch. Honestly. <laughs> I nearly fucking got up <laughs> I'm so angry. Oh, this wow. is the best birthday ever. I've never been this. I've never been the <laughs> I've never been this angry. Yeah, I don't quite know why it affected you I so don't much. Know. Because it's genius. It like I had this mental image, and you're going to laugh at me. I had this mental image of watching the film, and you know when people, like, are remembering things, like, in films in the back of their head, and they see, like, faded things above their head, like people's faces talking and stuff? I just saw Andy's face going, ha, 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 watching the film going, you motherfucker, I knew he made me watch this so that I'd be like this today for comedy and entertainment, I guess. The thing is, when you went, ha, 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 like Andy, I could hear it yeah. in Andy's voice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just like this evil laugh that he's got. Why did you hate that film so much, Dan? What was wrong with it? I mean, every... I, I, like, I, there hasn't been, like, we've watched Emoji Movie, we've watched Fifty Shades of Grey, we watched Birdemic, and we've watched this. Nothing, I don't know how, but something about this film i think it was just the logic of it doesn't like the whole polar bear just turning up in africa he couldn't suspend his disbelief see see it's not me pen it's not me it was horrendous <laughs> it's like fuck another james corden film obviously again the animation was off i noticed it the first time the animation without the lip syncing was off. everything about it was bad and the storyline was bollocks but it had a good message. Save the environment. Yeah, Why right, do you hate the environment? Put your polar bears in bar. You fucking did this last time, so I've learned from listening to that episode back how angry I got. And I'm a bit, you're trying to do the same here, and I'm just a bit more, like, experienced now in that field, so I'm like, Oh, no. Okay. He's become self-aware. He's broken. Shit. <laughs> he hates the environment. That's why he doesn't like polar bears in bathtubs. <laughs> Penny, what's your next highlight? I got to play Judge. You did. In episode 12, The People versus Lally McBeal, which, apart from the food-based item, pasted on, may have been the best name that I've ever come up with. That so, is still one of your greatest puns ever, I think. Yeah. So here it is, The People versus Lally McBeal. Welcome to the Unusual Suspects Court. In the case of... The MCU universe is not as good as everyone thinks it is. We welcome Dan Lally, the prosecutor. Hello. And Andy Joyce for the defence. Good evening, Judge. Mom. Okay, Dan, opening statement. Why is the MCU not as good as everyone thinks it is? 
thank you, uh, Judge Bennett. Um, really nice to see you here. Uh, you're a fine judge, fantastic judge, and I really respect Objection. you. Objection. In all your decision making. I need to brown nose. Uh, excuse me, I'm opening fucking statement. <laughs> yes, it is a court that you can swear in. <laughs> Come on, Lally McBeal, get on with it. Oh, hello, that was great. That's possibly the best thing you've ever said. Judge Bennett, I did have respect for you, but now I might have been lost. Anyway, um, so... Objection. <laughs> you can object, what the fuck? <laughs> it's my courtroom. Right. Okay. I'm feeling confident I, about this already. Ladies and gentlemen listening, as you can see already, I'm already being slandered for this. I'm already on the back foot for this situation. As you can see, I can't even get my opening statement out. So I'm already assumed to be the bad guy in this situation. However, however, my opinion has come into question on a very popular subject, and that's fine. I'm, I'm expecting to be the bad guy in this. Not a lot of people are going to agree with me, but I'm going to change your life today. This is the seven steps of how Dan is going to change your life on the MCU. I will tell you seven things that are wrong about the MCU, and it's going to change your life. That is my opening statement. I warn you now, any evidence to the contrary that Tom Hiddleston isn't fantastic will be immediately inadmissible in court and the jury are told to ignore anything of that nature. Objection, objection, Overruled. objection. The, the Andrew judge, Joyce, the, opening statements, please. Your Honour, I'm just going to fight down to the death that the MCU is not as shit as he thinks it is uh, and I will be bringing persuasive arguments and statistics. Ooh. Statistics. Thank you, Your Honour. Statistics? Yeah, you know, fucking numbers, you prick. <laughs> He's <laughs> gone. It's gone. You've killed him with facts. The main point I want to make over the MCU is that it is quantity over quality. There are too many fucking MCU films for me to go and watch just so I can see fucking Thanos snap his fingers for one second and go oh cinematography that is not that is just absolute bollocks I think like if I want to see the Avengers I should just see the Avengers 1 2 and 3 okay that should be it I should just see those three films I'm guessing those three films I have no fucking idea there could be four I haven't seen them there's four films I've just been told by the defendants <laughs> facts and statistics when i go see a film or a sequel to something it doesn't mean when new characters join it's like you already know who we are right no that's bollocks that's absolute bollocks and that's where i would like to say with my second opening statement that quality seems to be missing from this franchise thank you mr joyce your rebuttal please you mentioned quality over quantity I think you're incorrect. If you look at the actors that have been involved, there's 17 Oscar-winning actors involved in the MCU across 29 films. In fact, 23 films. Hmm? 23 oh, films. No, he didn't. A judge... <laughs> objection. Can the judge stop making comments on the fucking bench, please? 23 films, 17 Oscar-winning actors. That You can't say that that's not quality people involved in these projects, right? Um, secondly, your other statement was that you should only have to see one... Avengers 1, Avengers 2, Avengers 3, and then Avengers 3.5, Endgame, whatever. You can do that. I think your argument is moot. Rebuttal, Miss McBeal. Okay. Objection. This is high, <laughs> This is a kangaroo court. I cannot have this going on. No, it's on. the best. Lally McBeal is genius. Come on. 
I'm so proud of myself. Let me have it. Fine, I'm Lally McBeal. Why not? Let's just diss myself before I even fucking defend myself or prosecute someone. If you can someone. help me think, if you can help me think of a pun lawyer name for Andy, then I'm all for it. Andy Pandy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Andy Pandy, famous for being a lawyer in his pajamas. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a psychological thing that you bring into the court. <laughs> Freak everyone out. Works. Maybe you weren't Jet Lee's pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pajamas. Um, my rebuttal on this is: I'd like to go back to a previous statement that Andy uh, previously uh, just went over there. Uh, he said that uh, what was it about the actors? He said there was they're all good multi-award-winning actors and stuff. I said like there that, were right? seventeen award Oscar-winning actors who starred in the MCU. Oh, that's good, isn't it? That's a lot of very good actors thing is i'm not really talking about the acting here i think the acting is fantastic in these films i think it's top notch i just think that there shouldn't be that many films i think there's there's just too many films and on top of that i would like to counterpoint with that that one of the actors or actresses sorry uh gwyneth paltrow uh she recently made a statement about said marvel universe and this is one of the stars you would would say andy that is part of this award-winning stars of franchise stores would you say Gwyneth paltrow is in there i would but i would also say you can just call her actor now you don't have to call them actresses oh so so you're going down so well whatever <laughs> i don't know i'm old school I don't, you don't have to assign <laughs> genders to things Dan. objection sustained <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, who's objecting? Andy's right on that one. Carry on. The actor Gwyneth Paltrow once said in a recent comment, actually, that it's a bit confusing. There's so many Marvel movies. And to be honest, I haven't seen very many of them. It's really stupid. And I'm sorry, but I'm a 47 year old mother. Now, famously, Gwyneth Paltrow starred in Iron Man, one of the films my client, not really client, my defendant here, my good honourable defendant, my good honourable gentleman over here, said in his statement that he just put out, he quoted Iron Man. And guess who plays one of the main characters in Iron Man? It is Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know the name. Pepper Potts is the name. She is the right-hand woman to Iron Man, one of the main characters. Even she says it's too fucking much. What do you have to say for that? Firstly, Gwyneth Paltrow is also famous for steaming her vagina, so anything she says has to be taken with a pinch of fucking salt. Secondly, she's a bad example. Yeah, she hasn't seen all those films, but my point is, you've got the people like uh, Chris Evans and Tony and um, fucking Robert Downey Jr. who will go out of their way to dress as those characters to go and see people. They will go do all the Make-A-Wish stuff. They will go to children's hospitals as those characters because they have a love for Objection. It. Objection. This isn't about the movies now. This is about personal things they're doing outside the business of movies. This is this is not related. As opposed to one actor saying they haven't seen many of the films. Sustained. It's my fake gavel. Spider-Man 1 and 2. Tommy, Tommy Maguire is the greatest thing that never happened to the MCU universe. That should have stayed. Tom Holland. Objection. Tom Holland can get fucked. Objection. Can get fucked. No. Not standing for this in my courtroom. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man ever, and he should be protected at all costs. Move on with your argument, counsellor. Objection. Why is the judge now defending the defendant? Because <laughs> it's my fucking courtroom, mate. This is so unfair. Honestly, I don't need defending on this pen. It's totally fine. I've got all the bases covered. So unfair. Okay. The only lawyer name oh. I could come up with you 
was Joycey Cochran instead of Johnny Cochran. That's all I got. Okay, it's not that's good. fine. Don't know who that is, but that's fine. He's the guy that defended OJ. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like this. <laughs> In fairness, he did a great job. He did a cracking job. MCU OJ. He did do a great job. <laughs> yeah. There is shit villains. Was that your third argument? <laughs> that was my third argument. <laughs> yeah. You- Wait, hang on. Was that your third argument? The MCU. I'm making it clear yeah. for everyone. The MCU is shit yes. because Deadpool argument is not in four. it. Argument That was your argument. Well done, uh, Joseph. <laughs> you can't say that it's shit because something isn't in it. I, I could think, be like, I think a lot oh, of people... are shit because the singer of Beartooth's not in it. That's not how this works. I mean, they are shit and Beartooth are great, but that's not that's not how it works. Such a deep cut. <laughs> You can't, you can't be like, oh, this film was really... You can't, though. You can't be like, this film was shit because Tom Why Cruise Why is the judge being more of a defendant than the defendant? I, I object to that. I am waiting for you to give me a decent argument, counsellor. You see, and then ladies you can and change gentlemen, my mind, pen. then you can change my mind. Ladies and gentlemen. But so far, you have not been able to do you so. You can already see that, again... Stack, I'm stacked up here. I don't know what to do. I'm throwing everything out of them. The world is stacked against you, Miss McBeal. You'll have to learn to it's live with it. It's two against one. I'm the prosecutor. Change my mind. <laughs> I will hold my hands up and agree with you. I'm just waiting for a decent argument. There is not good villains in the MCU. Thanos is not a villain. No, Loki, I, I, done. You are a judge, judge. <laughs> would you just stop? <laughs> judge. Fine, is, changed my mind. I want a fucking retrial after this with a different judge. We will put it to the people's vote on socials, but go on. Unbelievable. Tell me how there's not a good villain in the MCU. Right, Thanos. Let's go over Thanos, right? What does he do? He collects gems or crystals or whatever the fuck they're called. Stones. Puts a- Stones. Well, even better. Stones. <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> St- multicolored stones. I'm so fucking excited for the movie. Um, he puts stones in a glove and the glove gives him magical powers when he clicks his fingers. And he also looks like an avocado. Uh, a purple avocado. A purple avocado? Does he? He does, yeah. Objection! Can the judge stop giving? Uh, d- I, I'm again. I'm stacked against uh, these two defendants against because me. I asked whether he looked like an avocado or not. Objection! He looks like an avocado. You can have this one. <laughs> so you're just you're agreeing with him. You can have that one. Okay. Now you cannot pick him after this. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm I'm counting scores, mate. I also don't agree with either of you. But... No, your point is, is. I know. I know. I've given. Down Sorry, a point. you're on a shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> fuck you, Jesus. <laughs> Objection, that is rude against the judge and should be a disciplinary action. Sustained! Your whole thing is that you're a big fan of Loki, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not my whole thing, but it's a big thing. Is Loki a true villain? Not by the end of his arc, no. Exactly. So, I wouldn't have called him a villain. I might have called him an anti-hero, or he had moments of, like, villainy, but I wouldn't have said he was a true villain. No, he's misunderstood. Thus, your argument is bollocks. Mine? Yeah that it's got good villains because it's fucking Loki. <laughs> Order. <laughs> I'll take on anyone. I'll take on you all. Lally, McBeal. I mean, all right, well, I have two more things to say. So we're on five. No, we should be on five. I lied. I have six things. <laughs> um. I must say that my absolute favourite part of this whole episode was, with all due respect, Your Honour, shut the fuck up. Look. Oh, thanks for that. Is, I'm not right? even kidding. He's doing it again. In a court <laughs> of law, the, the judge would not be having a go at the defendant again. Would, like, I know, but I'm not Judge Rinder. No, you're Judge Bender. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> what? Judge Bender. 
Where's Sorry. that come from? <laughs> I don't know. It just annoyed me. You don't pay me to sit here and say nothing. Yeah, but that's the whole point of a fucking judge. I thought we'd get a bit of peace and quiet. I, think I didn't need any defending. The, his, the points he was making were bullshit anyway, so he didn't need any defense. No, no, no. I think you're missing the point here if we fucking listen back to that. I had no fucking... Like, Penny was Chance. already against me before that even started. That's because you're wrong. Like, yeah, but you're meant to be the judge. Yeah, I told you, though, if you'd have come to the table with some well-thought-out arguments, other than the ones that we'd already talked about, but you didn't. You just came up with the same old bullshit that was not... That's what I'm known I was for. willing to listen and you failed, Lally. This is exactly what I meant. This is why I told <laughs> you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Supposedly me making the arguments, god damn it. Yeah, I definitely want to fucking retrial at some point. So uh... Do it on a day when I'm not there because I'm clearly not needed. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um, okay, well, one that is kind of our meme of the year, I would say. It's the one thing that's carried over into regular conversations that I have with people, which is fucking weird, by the way. Um, but who listens to the podcast, obviously. But uh, one of my favorite episodes is episode eight, Internet Ghost, where, of course, the meme of Internet Ghost was born from the film Unfriended, which Penny brought to the table. Uh, I love this episode, mainly because me and Andy are just shitting on this film half the time. <laughs> how silly it is and logic enjoy i watched this and i was like the gimmick of this film you can see her desktop you can see that she's watching youtube you can see chrome and whatever yeah yeah and i was like oh okay i see where this gimmick is going you know she starts skyping with her boyfriend mitch and you can see the skype screen it gets a little oh uh, hi mitch <laughs> yeah mitch isn't wearing a top <laughs> And I was like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. Blair and Mitch have a little little bit of a sexy conversation. He gets a bit weird with a knife. Sorry, what? Yeah, he's... Is anyone else really confused by his nips? That too, yeah. They're a bit flat, aren't they? Burger nips. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I noticed. I mean, mine are not... I'm not going to get one, camera, but like... <laughs> Please don't. Mine are more perky than his, so <laughs> his are a bit more... Perky. Perky, yeah, they are. My nips are perky. <laughs> he didn't need to know. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, they have a weird thing where he wants her to take her top off and things, and he's got a knife. They have like a weird thing where he's like threatening her with a knife, which will come back in later. Adam is the guy in the bottom middle at the moment. They're talking about Laura Barnes, and obviously today's the anniversary, and there's some links, and you know, it says don't answer messages from the dead, but it's too late because she's already messaged Laura back. You know, it's Laura Barnes is the ghost, and Laura Barnes is going to kill them through the internet. Wait, she's a ghost? Yeah, because she killed herself. Yeah, but I didn't know she turns into a ghost. Yeah, she turns into a ghost. Oh, 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 oh okay. right, that, all right. Well, that was anticlimactic, <laughs> wasn't it? I was expecting something more than, well, you know, she's a ghost, so she does this, she does that. It's not really, um, well, it is a big part of the movie, but that, it's her, she's taking her ghostly revenge. Oh, I think I know what happens now, yeah. Yeah, it's not difficult to work it out. Yeah. She is the uh, unfaced person, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, you work all this out way before they do. Oh, uh, yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> Laura Barnes is already messaging them 15 minutes in and like, oh, it's a fucking ghost. But I guess that's because I know they're in a horror movie and they don't. So it's not really their fault. So Laura's not just going to kill them straight away. She's going to fuck with them first. So Laura's posted pictures of Val on Facebook. <laughs> they have this whole bit where 
Laura is making it look like they're calling each other sluts and things like this and they don't realise that it's a ghost. <laughs> they're just having lots of teen drama. The boys are just sitting down the bottom while the girls are just like, fuck you guys, you're all assholes." And Laura's just having a great time messing with them. Imagine not realising it's a ghost. <laughs> Maybe I just watch too many horror movies and I immediately think everyone is a ghost. Uh... Seeing as how I've said is the twist they're a ghost twice. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> good point. Yeah, good point. How can ghosts have good internet connection? That's why I want to know. Yeah. She's in the internet. They can get in. She's in the internet. Yeah. Well, then she's not a ghost. <sighs> That's what I was going with. She's some sort of AI, not a ghost. I fucking knew it. I knew when you die, you go into the internet. I knew it. In fairness, that is the dream, right? That is unlimited speeds. <laughs> <laughs> Would it, though? Would you just get stuck when your internet's not? It'd be really Yeah, cheap. you could fuck around with everyone like Laura did. Fair play to her. <laughs> this is what she's doing. So this is the point where she's now like, hey, bitches, it's me. And they still don't believe her because, obviously... She's in the internet, of course. <laughs> she's a ghost in the internet. Is this the sequel to Ghost in the Shell? Wow, good one. No, but there is Unfriended Dark Web, which Chris and I are going to watch next week. So I'm very excited. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear one of my favourite lines in a movie ever is in this movie. They don't know who this person is and they think it's somebody fucking about. And Val is not having any of this shit. Hi, Billy. Listen, sweetheart, you're a fucking asshole. And if you don't take these down right now, I'll come over there and knock the trash out of your ears. What? Knock the trash out of your ears. Yep. Pen, you got to set your sights higher, sweetheart. That's terrible. Yeah, that's just too... <laughs> I've just never heard... I'm like, I don't know what it means, but... I think if I said it to someone, like, I'm going to come around there and knock the trash out of your ears, they'd be like, what? And then you could fucking punch them. The trash out of your mouth, more or less. Yeah, why would you have trash in your ears? Don't know. Why your ears? Unless you have a buildup of earwax, which I can, <laughs> if you're a ghost, I can sympathise with. Certainly not on the internet. Uh, internet ghost I can sympathise with, because you can't get your buds. So, it, wait, internet ghost Laura has told her to kill herself, and she's doing it. Yeah. But why doesn't she just hang up the phone yeah. and not watch? No. What do you mean, no? Laura's told them they're not allowed to hang up, or bad things will happen. But just hit the button, bye. But bad things can happen anyway, because <laughs> she's just told them to kill them for themselves she's an internet ghost how can she do things outside the internet yeah fucking turn off the power on the router you're fucking safe as houses <laughs> i'm the nice one i don't think she's just in the internet i think she's everywhere <laughs> maybe she's got a ghosty laptop i don't know the specifics of laura's internet connection i'm afraid but even if she's got oh pen <laughs> i'm a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> Even if she's got a ghostly laptop, if I turn my laptop off, you're not getting hold of me. But what if I'm a ghost and I have a ghostly laptop? I would just shut my ghostly laptop and then I would fly to you with my ghost flying and I would kill you. But then you're not a ghost on the internet. Then well, you're just a she, ghost. Then I think she's just a ghost. I don't know. Who knows to use the internet? We don't really go into <laughs> her being a ghost. <laughs> I'm not technical enough to explain neither the internet or ghosts to you. I thought this film was really good and I'm just not doing... No, it's fine. Uh, it's just the ghost in the internet bit that's wound me up. It does get a bit teen drama-y. Laura's sending a picture called Not Boyfriend. Oh my God. So we can guess what that is. I see such a bitch oh my god is it dan's perky nips could be oh it might be it's downloading four seconds oh three. god i can't wait it's probably a picture of me with oh god <laughs> be that classic picture of you in a thong dan that everyone has seen oh for god's sake <laughs> so that's adam that's her boyfriend mitch's best friend and that's her also mitch thinks she's a virgin and obviously she's not because she banged adam but how did no how, uh, oh how do we know she banged adam it's just a picture of them in bed together she's sending another picture and then <laughs> he touched you good 
good. <laughs> Jesus fuck. What? It's a good meme, isn't it? It touched you good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So they're having a teenage problems, even though now one of their friends have just died. Yeah. See, they're all freaking out now. Yeah, but they're clearly more interested in boyfriends and girlfriends and perky nips and stuff, you know. <laughs> Well, Laura wants to play a game now. <laughs> I want to play a game. Pretty much, she goes a bit sore. But apparently, Ken, he's a technical guy, so he starts a whole thing where he sends them all a program to download because they can't kick out Laura from Skype. It won't work. It won't let them. <sighs> oh, I love like technical things that are just like, oh my God. It's so great. Why don't they just close Skype and open it back up again and not invite her into it? Because she wasn't invited in the first place and they can't get rid of her. The program is called Trojan TCP. Download a virus, why not? So. <laughs> but the best thing is Ken's like, no, you guys, let's all play a game. Because she says, I want to play a game. This just sounds like technical support, the film. <laughs> <laughs> but I also love this, like the buffering as well with the tension. Yeah, I like that. The fuck? Right, so Ken has been slammed around while the video is buffering, but you see glimpses of it like while he's been slammed slammed around in his room like a badger uh, <laughs> more tension they're all looking at their screens and then his hands in a blender for five seconds his hands in the a blender fuck? i mean that escalated quickly didn't it uh now he's next in a blender okay cool right all right sorry he put his chin in a blender <laughs> yep <laughs> why did he put his chin in a blender I don't know should we rewind that just for uh ghost gets in but obviously the internet cuts in and out for dramatic effect okay so she's legit a ghost who's able to move people around now yeah they're all freaking out adam's a bit drunk he finds a gun. What's he going to do? Shoot his fucking router? What is wrong with these people? <laughs> Americans, man. We apologise to all Americans. No, we don't. They're our second highest listeners. Stop it. We apologise to the good ones. Look, if they're going to put their chins in blenders and shoot their internet providers, then, you know. <laughs> shoot their internet providers. Fuck you, AT&T. <laughs> they're going to stroll up to Verizon and just take a couple of shots. If somebody did that to me and then I ended up killing myself, I would definitely come back as an internet ghost and murder them all. Internet ghost. I can't I can't deal with internet ghosts. It's the internet ghost bit that makes this film go a bit like She's not an internet ghost. She's either a ghost or she's not. Well she's a ghost and she can use the internet. <laughs> she's not put She's got a subscription to ATT. No. She's got Ooh Fi. Where, what's her plan? Is fuck no, off, nothing, nothing. No, fuck off. That was terrible. What? That's the worst thing you've ever said. Yours was terrible earlier. Yeah, they're playing a game and they're playing Never Have I Ever. And it's basically Never Have I Ever slept with my friend's boyfriend. They're playing games and their friends just died. What? Yeah, because Laura's like, you have to play a game. Oh, She's a making them play. She's gone all internet jigsaw. All right, okay, all right. I get it. Oh, internet jigsaw. What's she going to turn into next? Internet fucking Michael Myers? It was just a little bit of poo. Don't worry about it. It was quite a lot of poo. It was a lot of poo, but also don't worry about it. She doesn't just use their internet. She uses their printer connection. (laughs) (laughs) If you reveal this note, Adam will die is what she's showing. So she's revealed the note so that he dies. Yeah, I think she was trying to save everyone else. So then Adam takes a gun, shoots himself in the face. What? What? So what? Why didn't he just pit the gun down? Because she's making them do it because she's a ghost. I don't know why this is so hard for you to get that she's a ghost and she can make them kill themselves. So just try and think that this is possible and you're in this situation and you need help. She tries to call the police and she can't. So how else can she get help? What's the first... You're like, fuck, I need to get hold of someone to get help and I can't call the police. Any ideas? Call Derek. Could call Derek. Andy? I would probably leave my house and go next door to one of my neighbours and say, yeah, the internet's a ghost. Can you do me a solid? (laughs) Yeah. It's not what Blair does. Blair goes to chat roulette. Why? What? When was this released? What? Is chat roulette still a thing? 
Sorry. No, Sorry. No. Hang on. She goes to <laughs> chat roulette. Yeah. Of all fucking places. Yeah. And it's really unrealistic because there's only one implicate implied. Yeah, one implication of a dick. And from what I know about chat roulette, it's full of masturbating dicks. <laughs> yeah. So now we can see her screen and she's on chat roulette and she's screaming like somebody help me. This is just funny at this point. This is Yeah. Funny. And people are just like, "No, not up for this." <laughs> She just keeps getting rejected on chat roulette. This really nice girl on chat roulette rings up the police yep. and says, yeah, there's this girl. This weird girl on chat roulette yeah. me to ring the police. <laughs> and then Laura gives her the other girl Jess's address because like Jess is freaking out. Why? She sent the police to Jess's house to look after her, I guess. They're all dying, Andy, that's why. But then you're like, oh shit, it's buffering. Oh no, it's buffering. And then Laura says, goodbye, Jess. And then she's gone. Is there another blender scene? Because I'll be up for that. Oh, no, it's flashing. Oh, it's good. It's flashing. Yeah. She's screaming again. Their internet connection goes really bad when they're dying. <laughs> I was just going to say that, yeah. <laughs> Weird, isn't it? It's almost like a ghost is in the internet blocking up all the bandwidth. <laughs> what the fuck? Whoa, wait a minute. What the fuck? Is, what is that? That, Dan, is a curling iron. Shoved down her throat. Yes. But that wouldn't do anything. Yeah, if it's on. It's hot. <laughs> it's hot. I'll be honest, I just choked. And I think the internet ghost is trying to kill me. <laughs> fuck. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Andy, call the police. <laughs> Get on chat roulette. So she did it really drawn out, killing, even though she knew. Yeah, she wanted to torture them before she murdered them, which I would do if I was an internet ghost. Oh. And then we have an angry Joyce ending. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. So she's got her Blair Witch moment. All you can see is her. Oh, because Laura turned all the lights off. She can't see anything. She shuts her laptop. And then... There's that ghost! The end. Right. Comments? Who shut the laptop? I actually don't know. I thought she shut it, but watching that, it looked like someone else shut it. So I guess Laura shut it. Laura the ghost. Yeah, because surely if Laura the friendly internet ghost shuts it for her, <laughs> she would know that there was someone there. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'll be honest. I'm still catching my breath back from after nearly dying. <laughs> it seemed perfectly plausible if she could use the internet, she could use a printer and stuff. Yeah. Uh, full, full disclosure here, I accidentally got shit faced so I don't remember much on that episode but it's annoyed me again I stand by everything I said so do you I can't remember if this was the episode that after we told you to stop getting shit faced because <laughs> I think it was <laughs> <laughs> do you not remember that episode at all no I've re-listened to it and been like oh yeah that does sound familiar but I <laughs> do not remember large chunks of it. I don't remember getting annoyed about the printer. Although, on reflection, it was the right thing to do. But yeah, that's that's meme of the year. Well done. We have to come up with some fresh ones next year. So uh, get working on it, guys. Scripting. I feel like we ideas. peaked with that, to be fair. Yeah. yeah, it's all downhill from here. Can I uh, drop a final wholesome little one in? You can indeed. Uh, also from episode 13, there's someone at your door. Kind of the namesake of that title. It was my birthday, and I didn't get drunk. But I did get carb drunk, and you'll find out why <laughs> now. Jesus <laughs> uh, guys, guys, two seconds. Someone's at my door. Hang on. <laughs> that little run was adorable. <laughs> I don't know why that film made him so angry. It was great, though. I enjoyed the film. Did you? Yeah. No. It was fantastic. No. I had to start. It was just... It's an absolute classic of our age. I... See your smug face. I'm not even doing a smug face. <laughs> I'm just quite warm, so I look smug. What? How does being warm make you? I don't know. 
Who's at the door, Dan? There's some guy in the wrong house tomorrow. Um, where are we? To be honest, we're we're now at a point where we can start shutting it down. <laughs> yeah, but let's talk about other things. Why not? <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Should we, uh, uh where were we? Um, should we plug something? Shudder. <laughs> plug Shudder? Okay. No, we always plug Shudder. What's our socials, Penny? <laughs> <laughs> what are you really <laughs> While she's recovering herself. I really want to watch Tenacious D's Peak of Destiny. Oh, wait, there's, shit, sorry, there's someone at the door again. It's probably the same guy that, from last time. <laughs> Oh, I replaced Dan's Fun Employed, by the way. Oh, yeah. The one I bought is about half the size. (laughs) (laughs) Who was at the door, Dan? Same guy? Strange. (laughs) What? Strange. It wasn't the same guy, but he was delivering the same box. So where did the other guy go? Did he fucking get murdered and then try to do read? Is everyone just going to turn up at my door with the same box? This is like a movie type. This is a great movie plot. (laughs) I tell you what, should we do that next week? <laughs> oh, I'm a delivery guy! <laughs> uh, Penny, what's the socials? I've just <clears throat> poked myself in the eye. Penny, what's the socials? <laughs> Pen's, <laughs> Pen's a bit predisposed at the moment. Oh, oh shit. My door's just gone as well. Oh, Mo! <laughs> no, not even joking, hang on. Oh shit, what if it's the same guy? Well done, Pen. Well done. I'm so scared I'd got his address wrong or something. Well done. So, listeners, Penny has ordered Andy... Birthday pizza. A surprise... Birthday pizza. PPP. But the guy was late, so we had to stall. So I've just been stalling, pretending there's been a guy at my door with a delivery twice. (laughs) (laughs) He turned him away. Okay. Who's at the door? I've just had two pizzas delivered that I haven't ordered. Uh, maybe someone else has? Go get him. Go get him. Go get him. Go get the pizzas. Go get the pizzas. I'm checking. I'm checking. No, No, just go get the pizzas. Andy, maybe someone else has for a special day. Has ordered you pizzas. On this call. whole fucking time he's just refused the pizzas oh my god i think he just made the guy wait now he's gonna go back to the guy he's like yeah i actually want them (laughs) (laughs) i tried to get a note written on them but it wouldn't let me on the fucking app i wanted to write happy birthday internet ghost loves the unusual suspect but it wouldn't let me (laughs) yeah (laughs) pizzas I'm an internet pizza man. Now, you can see why I was stalling for time. <laughs> right. There was no man at Dan's there door. There was no man at my door. There was a slight door. issue. I had my phone on uh, airplane. So what sort of pizzas have we got then? You like barbecue pizzas, right? I do like a barbecue pizza, yes. So I ordered you two different meaty barbecue pizzas. That's very kind. You ate all those McDonald's. I know, or... yeah. I've yeah. still got 20 nuggets left. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. That's very kind of you. So for the listeners at home... Me and Penny have been stalling for a good 20 minutes. Yeah, they were fucking late. It was supposed to be there at nine. We'll cut bits <laughs> of it out. But uh, essentially, his pizza was meant to be there at nine. And uh, me and Penny were just looking at each other going, <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> we have a separate fucking text <laughs> chat. This is me and Penny's text chat. Pizza's <laughs> out for delivery. Keep it going from Penny. And this is me. How long, Penny? It's out for delivery. <laughs> Me, stalling here, Penny. 
Me too, we can cut this out. It was supposed to be delivered at nine for fuck's sake. I don't know what to do. <laughs> While all that's going on. And then you're like, oh, someone's at the door. And they're like, who's at the door, Dan? And that was Andy's birthday surprise. Did you enjoy those yeah. pizzas? I tell you what, uh, I'd eaten a shit ton before that. I was so, so I cross was with very, you. very sick. <laughs> but I still managed to knock out a whole pizza. <laughs> Most yeah. days at this point, I was having to message Andy to be like, have you eaten today? And he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some M&Ms and a crisp. <laughs> but then crisp. that day he was like, oh, I've had 15 cheeseburgers and a box of 20 nuggets. And I was like, fuck, we've already ordered in pizza, dickhead. Yeah, that was a, it was like a heist movie, me mm. and Penny trying to keep that secret at the end. That So that <laughs> pretty much that bit is from the end of that episode, us stalling for time because we're waiting for the pizza to arrive. But um, I don't know why I was Why so did you refuse it is my first well, thought. <laughs> okay, I refuse it because I'm apparently too honest for my own good. Um, That's true. I was like, no, I definitely haven't ordered yeah. it, so take it elsewhere. Fuck off, take it away with you. Uh and then he was confused when I was like, actually, it is mine. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. As I was I. Like, I we don't... were both opening the door like, um, I guess I'll take it, thanks. I don't think you explained like what his reaction was the second time around. <laughs> when you came back, it was like, uh, <laughs> well, actually, I kind of want was, like, He was pacing up and down the driveway, trying to work out what to do on the phone to his boss. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, sorry, mate, uh, it's, it is actually mine. <laughs> anyway... We're gonna we're gonna sign off now. <laughs> we're gonna sign Happy off. Happy New Year! Now. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Hope you enjoy uh, the start of the new year. We won't be back next week, by the way. But the week after, we will be back to normal schedule as normal. And uh, but we all hope you have a lovely New Year's. Thank you very, 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 very much for listening to us on our stupidly weird podcast. <laughs> And mm. 1,400 We love downloads, you all. You Don't listen to Andy. Um, but thank you very much for listening to us. We all appreciate it very much. So we're going to sign off Thanks. Now. Socials? Fuck oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Should we just have an early night off? <laughs> you know where to find us. It's fine. Do you want to do socials or not? I don't know. It's kind of ended. Facebook. Facebook and Twitter is Unusual Suspects Pod. That's not right. Start that again. Cut that out. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Fucking hell. 29 Fucking episodes Twitter later. not letting us have the same name is really annoying. Anyway, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unusual Suspects Pod and on silly Twitter at Unusual Podspect. I'm at Penny underscore Photopit. Uh, Dan talks a lot. At Choices21. Uh, and we're on YouTube as well. Oh, after after Dark's going to take a bit of a break. Keep going. After Dark's going to take a bit of a break until we're back in January with the new podcast, uh, with the new year of the podcast. This is definitely not helping me. It's so distracting, isn't it? Goodbye. Love you all. <laughs> Fucking hate you. Bye. Bye. Bye.